0: Greetings. Merry meet. Welcome to our little cottage in the forest of the internet. You're listening to Country Dwellers Podcast with Marilyn and Runa. Walk with us on our path as we illuminate spirituality from the pagan perspective.
1: To our 16th Country Dwellers Podcast. Hello, all of you wonderful people. I'm Marilyn. And I'm Runa.
0: Hey, all of you amazing, nature loving, spiritual people. Guests who will be chatting and interviewing guests and vendors at the 2017 Puget Sound Pagan Pride event. That's right, Marilyn and I will be there representing Country Dwellers Podcast Saturday. Marilyn will be there. And I will be joining her on Sunday. There'll be tons of great vendors and workshops happening, and you should come and check it out. If you see us, make sure to stop by and say hi. On both days, we'll be interviewing our fellow pagans to be featured on a future Country Dwellers podcast. So look for Marilyn on Saturday and look for the Dynamic Duo on Sunday So anyways, look for us at Puget Sound Pagan Pride next weekend, October 6th through the 8th. We'll be there on the 7th and the 8th, and we hope to see you there. Also, after four months of broadcasting, we finally have some folks opening up to us, not just giving us likes or thumbs up or a subscription, which are great, but knocking on our little internet cottage door and starting the dialogue. We want to say thank you and how grateful we are that you have come to us with your Pagan Path questions, comments, and concerns. And we welcome it all. So please don't hesitate to comment, give us questions, ideas for topics, etc.
1: Yes, I love it. I, lo- I, I absolutely loved seeing the message this week on Facebook. <laughs> I was thrilled, I have to tell you. <laughs> I really was. Before we get into it, I want to make a quick little announcement. Our lovely Runa has found a home for all of her chickens and ducks this past week as she transitions over more and more every day to the sea witch that she's longing to become. <laughs> In fact, right now, I think her body's transitioning over because she's sick. Again. and And it's, it's getting rid of some of the land hedge witch toxins that still remain within her and transitioning more over to sea witch. Maybe you're sick because you got rid of the chickens and maybe it's your body's way of letting go. Have you ever thought about that? Uh, maybe,
0: except I got
1: sick before they left. So
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They And they they went to a very good home and they will be teaching young, vibrant minds how to be hedge witches too.
1: And I love that. I absolutely, positively love that. Okay, so let's go ahead and and do the tarot card of the week. Tarot card. I get so much fun out of this. Yes, let's see what you pick this week, my darling. Whoa, the Queen of Swords. Oh,
0: we had the King of Swords last week. I know,
1: isn't that crazy? Okay, so our beautiful Queen of Swords comes out to play this week. And. The Queen of Swords is, once again, communication, which fits very nicely with this week's moon because we are in Aquarius Air, um, Air Moon. So, um, yeah, we're in Swords Element. Yes, sorry, had to think about that a sec. Okay, so anyway, so we're in Swords Element. Your Swords are your communication. They're your intellect. They are your knowledge, your connection with spirit, divine, source, whatever you want to call it, right? Now, your Queen of Swords is that loving, knowledgeable, empathetic, compassionate communication. All right? Because we are in the sign of Aquarius this moon, it is a definite needed reminder when you speak, please speak with patience, compassion, empathy, understanding. All of those wonderful things. Be the queen of swords when you speak. Speak knowledgeably. Speak with love. And it also goes with the spell. All of this is combined. So once again, you picked another absolutely positively amazing card.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, She also speaks with transformation, which is what we are talking about this week too, as in change for positivity. So... Wonderful card. Good job. Yay. Thank you. Love it. Again. (laughs) What's going on with the Witch's Almanac this week?
0: Well, we had a listener write in and ask us about some remedies for cold and damp weather-induced achy joints. Felicia, thank you so much for writing in. She wants to know that now that the weather is getting colder, especially here in the Pacific Northwest... What are some magical remedies for aching joints, knuckles, toes, etc.? cetera? And so, Felicia, your local hedge witch would probably first tell you to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And we'll follow on with those steps when we get to our self-care portion of our podcast. But if you're looking for some herbalism remedies and whatnot, there's lots out there from licorice to nettles to turmeric, ginger, as well as flaxseed, glucosamine. And, yes, and if you can find it, burdock root. Mm. I have yet to suc- successfully find burdock root to grow in the Pacific Northwest, although supposedly you can. <laughs> uh, so, I am basically going to provide you some ideas of plants that I have personal. Experience with there's great joint care teas that you can find at herbal stores there's actually a yogi brand one that you may even find in your local grocery store it's really good mm-hmm. when I haven't had things on hand I can reach for that pretty quickly but you can just start every day with some warm lemon water and add turmeric and crystallized ginger to it I've recently had to move away from taking any kind of Western medicine over-the-counter anti-inflammatories ibuprofen, naproxen sodium because of my stomach issues, but I have arthritis and lots of old army injuries that cause me pain. So, anti-inflammatory teas really help me a lot. When I want something sweet, I reach for real licorice candy, which I know some people despise. <laughs> not the black jelly beans, <laughs> gross. That's not real licorice candy, and you may have to go searching for it, but it's out there. And it's very, very helpful. It's a, it's a regular, normal, anti-inflammatory, and hedge witches of yore have been using it for many, many moons. And it's good for your belly. It is very good for your belly, yes. When I eat salad, instead of croutons, I put flaxseed on my salad. It's great in oatmeal, too, and has wonderful, wonderful anti-inflammatory properties, and helps with those sore, aching joints and muscles. So dig deep in your herb cabinet or resupply it to get ready for winter. And again, you want to make sure you have some crystallized ginger, turmeric, nettle in tea form is best. And get yourself some flaxseed and some licorice candy. Do tell us how it works out for you. And once again, do know that if you have some serious concerns, don't be afraid to go see your naturopath or doctor, please.
1: Yeah, for sure. Now, what is the difference between crystallized ginger versus... Ginger candy? Well, not just ginger candy, but like ginger root and things like that. What's the difference?
0: Crystallized ginger is really nice because it has a very... It's either been honeyed or it has a light sugar coating and it's dried. Ah. So it lasts a long time. Ah, gotcha. The ginger root... You've got to refrigerate, and you've got to keep right. it, you know, and then and then you got to peel it, and you've got to and all, peel that stuff, and yeah. all that stuff. So I like to have crystallized ginger on hand because I use it in my sick be gone honey, in you know, and flavored in. I put it in honey with cinnamon and some cardamom seeds. And, okay,
1: and I love that damn and, sick be gone
0: honey. <laughs> that stuff's amazing. And, and you you got to let it sit. I'm got to make some more because everybody's running low.
1: I want to... I was just... It's so funny that you bring up the whole licorice thing. Because Mm -hmm. I was just speaking with a client this weekend Mm -hmm. about the use of licorice. And she was telling me about her digestive issues Mm -hmm. and how it really helps that her belly. Mm -hmm. And also oregano oil helps with the digestive issues. But she gave me... A enzymatic therapy DGL Original 100 Chewables. It's licorice. Chewables.
0: Oh, wow. So she gave me the name of
1: it. That's what I'm saying. It's so serendipitous that we're sitting here talking about it because I was telling her about Hunter's digestive issues and things. And I did not know that licorice also helps with joints and aches and pains and things like that. So that is... Awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely gonna pick some. Of
0: this yeah, it's up. a it's an old uh, sailors thing too for getting rid of seasickness is licorice or really? ginger candy or yes ginger, ginger I
1: knew about but I did mm-hmm. not I had no idea about the licorice. Yeah. I well, had no a lot clue. of people
0: don't care for it though, so I think that that's why people hear about the anti-inflammatory properties of ginger right before licorice
1: right and turmeric major anti-inflammatory put it
0: in everything you make if you can yeah honestly yeah it is it is
1: a real natural pain reliever for sure what's going um, on with the moon cycles okay well with our beautiful moon cycles this week we are in waxing gibbous um, even though she's looking close to full right now, which is so weird because I had a dream about her last night. <laughs> even though she's looking close to full right now, she's still technically in her maiden phase, second quarter. This is our pregnant moon about to be mother. Yeah, she was really gorgeous the other night. Yeah, so. yeah, she was, wasn't she? This week, our moon comes to us in Aquarius, male energy, air element. Eastern aspect, swords in the tarot, and the ruling planet is Uranus. The facets of magic provided during this moon phase are moving forward with accelerated growth and activity. Take all that will that you can muster and put it into action. Add those bricks to the foundation of your dreams and goals that you were making last moon. It's a time of remembering to be patient with yourself and others. The roots of your magic are growing up through the earth right now, so remember to tend to them by pulling the weeds that are trying to keep them down. It's a time of preparation for full moon energy, Remember, this moon is a gestation period, a time for pause, time to tie off any loose ends you may have that may be causing you issues to prepare for the completion of release at the full moon. Hmm. Like I said, we are in Aquarius, Swords, Eastern Element, and Uranus is the ruling planet, Aquarius is the water bearer, but the air element. They say that with the Aquarius, the water that the, with the tarot card, it's the star card. Mm -hmm. And so the water that is being poured onto the earth is spiritual cleansing, healing water is what that is supposed to be, which I thought I think is very beautiful. So the water bearer, but the earth, but the air element, sorry, direction of east and swords and tarot with ruling planet of Uranus. This is the sign of wishes, hopes, dreams, and friends. Aquarians are seekers of knowledge and truth tellers, full of ideas and opinions, a lover of independence, but also a need to socialize. They are similar to an enigma with their contradiction of personalities. It can be quite difficult to figure them out. If you are looking for a way to connect with an Aquarian, remember this one thing. What they really seek is liberation and the freedom to be whomever they want to be at that particular time, which I'm sure all of us can resonate with. Aquarians are the true pathfinder, pathmaker, and ones that dance to the, to the beat of their own drum, moved by the energies of the planet Uranus, energies of change, disruption, and invention. This time of pause would be a wonderful moment to pick an Aquarian's brain regarding ideas you may have because Aquarius is an air sign, communication, intellect, masculine, spiritual and projective energies, and one that loves to tell the truth. This moon may bestow upon you some very clear knowledge for the future, stimulating your mind even more. Remember to follow your heart's desire regardless of what anyone else thinks. Use the energy of the swords to build the magic of positive change with communication of balance between intellect and power. Speak with truth, love, knowledge, and listen to your intuition. This moon is a wonderful time to get out and socialize. Cut off those last ties and take a day to treat yourself. Let the air lift you off your feet and allow you to fly in this time of the moon. Divination by astral projection is wonderful. Dream work, which I think is a what I had the other day, now I have to figure out what it meant. And automatic writing are wonderful at this time. A good question to ask yourself for this moon? Are you happy with the community that surrounds you? If so, how can you bring that community even closer? If not, what might you do to create a greater sense of connection? What's going on with the Wheel of the Year? Well, we are post-Mabon, Mabon,
0: <laughs> and pre Solan right now. So we'd like to take a moment and just give you the basics about Samhain for those who are just entering the pagan path or are listening out of curiosity, Samhain and or Halloween, this is the time of year when the veil between the world of the dead and the world of the living is said to be its thinnest. Spirits and souls of loved ones are said to have more power and ability to visit us. Again, that works along with the dream work stuff yes, too. Yes, Definitely. This is the time of year for remembering and honoring our dead, and many people will leave a plate of food and a glass of wine out for the wandering spirits. That's right. This is often called the Feast of Hecate, and Samhain is also a time for personal reflection and for recognizing our faults and flaws and creating a method for rectifying them. Mm. In the Celtic tradition, the the year begins at Samhain, This is the most powerful night of the year to perform divination. And divination is done in many forms, but all seek to establish a look ahead, whether the answer appears good or bad. And Samhain is also considered to start the reign of the god or the dark time of the year when the sun goes lower each day and begins to weaken. This is a time when you'll decorate your altar with photographs of your lost loved ones Pumpkin lanterns, oak leaves, apples, nuts, sage. Incenses associated with this festival include nutmeg, mint, and sage, and the colors, of course, of black and orange.
1: Mm -hmm. And at Samhain, one of the reasons that jack-o'-lanterns were made was to guide in the spirits of Mm -hmm. our family members um, that had passed. To let them know, hey, come and visit us right now. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yes. And I just, I was trying to remember in the southern aspect, it is... Not saun that they celebrate, but it's actually Beltane. Beltane, yes, yeah. yes, yeah, that they celebrate, which is also just as strong, mm-hmm. I guess you would say, yes. as saun is. Yes, so it is the equal to saun, which is it's really cool. You get to celebrate it in spring, and you get to celebrate it in fall. So I love that very much. The balance of it's beautiful. What is the recipe of the week this week? So, we're
0: looking at making some rhubarb sauce. And some folks listening right now are like, what? Rhubarb (laughs) sauce? That's a spring commodity. (laughs) However, here in the Pacific Northwest, we get a spring and a fall crop of rhubarb. And heck, this year, I haven't stopped harvesting it. Wow. Yes. No, my rhubarb plant is going gangbusters. So, rhubarb sauce is great on biscuits, ice cream, over pound cake. You can turn it into a cobbler if you like, or eat it by the spoonful. You decide. <laughs> but you'll need six cups of rhubarb chopped into half-inch slices. For me, that's about four of my average-sized stalks. I have a heirloom rhubarb plant, and it's pretty, pretty healthy, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Two cups of strawberries, cored and sliced. Again, here in the Pacific Northwest, we get strawberries in the fall and the spring. Two teaspoons of ground cardamom, and trust me, this is the secret to this recipe. I know you're saying, cardamom, what? Don't skip it. And then a half a teaspoon of liquid or powdered stevia, or you can use a half a cup of organic cane sugar, You could use a half a cup of packed brown sugar as a substitute or appropriate agave nectar and or honey substitute. Your Mm. choice. Pick a sweetener and go with it. I like my honey. It's much more natural, but I also grow stevia and I've used stevia as well. So I have not made it with cane sugar or packed brown sugar, but you totally
1: could. You grow stevia?
0: Yes. I did it this year, but uh, it was really too cold for stevia. I had one stevia plant that just in the last couple of weeks came up and there's not enough to harvest I'm just gonna let it go let it go so that well, we can get it next year.
1: Well, yes. Our summertime, springtime, summertime started really late this year. And now we are kind of in a, a little bit of an Indian summer right a now. Bit. Mm-hmm. Um, It's really chilly in the morning. But then by late afternoon, we're like, I don't know, upper 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. I think this week it's supposed to be in the 80s or something it's, like that, it, right? It's crazy. I know
0: in the Midwest they're dealing with temperatures in the 90s. Yes,
1: yes. It is Mother Earth. Is definitely talking to us, but at times in the PNW when we are going through these Indian summers, what is a good thing that you can be doing to prepare for the spring pro- the spring crops that might be coming in?
0: I mean, I always I am one of the last farmers slash gardeners out in the yard since I've lived here in the Pacific Northwest. A lot of people pull up their tomato plants a whole lot earlier than I do. I let mine go until yeah. the very last. I love being able to walk out in late September, early October and pluck off a few more... A fresh more, tomato. Uh, a few yeah. more cherry tomatoes, another thing of zucchini, another tomatillo, whatever's out there on the vine. And I let all of my stuff die out. And I'm not mulching my beds necessarily until early November... I typically, I spend a weekend in early November, and I mulch all my beds, I pick up all the dead plants, I put mulch down, I put compost down if I have it, and then I harvest my horseradish. Mm. But it's really up to the individual. You can either winter prep your beds right now, or just let everything go. Some people are just, their pumpkins, especially here in the Pacific Northwest of this year, Their pumpkins are just now coming out.
1: No, I could totally understand that. I mean, last
0: year I had pumpkins growing all over. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) This year, not so much. So you have to let the plants kind of decide where they are. If you still got fruit on the vine and they're ripening and it's not going to dip below 40 degrees at night, let them stay. Let Mm -hmm. them stay out there in the yard, produce more fruit for you. You know, even if it's just a couple of tomatoes on your salad at night, or, you know, a tomato sandwich or one zucchini just put in the stir fry. Let it go. I mean, yeah. let those fruits work for you. The biggest thing is that you need to, plants are dyed off. Like my beans are gone and my peas are gone. So that that particular bed I will be taking all the plants out and I will be mulching and putting compost down and letting it rest for the winter time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Make, nice. Makes sense?
1: Yes. Definitely. And weeding. You're always weeding. Always weeding. Always, always weeding. Always, 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 Yes. <laughs> always not, weeding. Not even just physically, spiritually. You're always, always weeding. Yes. Yes. Get rid of those weeds. <laughs> those yucky, yucky weeds that try and pull you down. Bleah. Yes. All right. So we are now going to talk about witchy self-care.
0: Yes, we are. And we're going to circle back around to Felicia's question about dealing with achy joints and pain due to colder weather. Mm-hmm. And the old adage of an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure is dead on here. So I have to ask, when was the last time you stretched? I know we've talked about this just a few weeks ago, but if you don't move it, you lose it. You That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. you walk regularly, even every day? When we're feeling bad, it's often our body crying out for care. And you may push back and say, but I don't have time to walk or stretch. And I get it. I mean, we're all crazy busy. However, when you consider the time you lose in your life from not feeling well, from being cranky due to pain, you can't afford to not walk or stretch. Have you seen an unhealthy person who does yoga regularly? No. No. Yeah, there's a reason for that. (laughs) Have you seen an unhealthy person who walks every day? No. There's a reason for that. (laughs) So our self-care challenge today is to get you moving so you don't lose it. And start with 10 minutes of yoga and 20 minutes of walking. You know, cut it in half, 5 minutes of yoga and 10 minutes of walking, whatever you think you can achieve. And build it up until you're doing 30 or 40 minutes of yoga and 40 to 50 minutes of walking each day. And you'll see a difference. Yes, we're talking about 90 minutes of physical activity. Yes. And everyone's going, oh, I hate exercise. No, (laughs) you have to put it in your mind that it is self-care. That you are putting an investment into yourself, into your body, into your physical well-being. You can't look at it as, oh, i got to work out. No, I'm taking care of myself. Because doctors are expensive. Trust me, I know but you will see a difference and again if you're exercising regularly and you're still having problems then you got to go see the doctor for sure also the adage of rice which stands for rest ice compression elevation for particular spots say above bum knee is key and easy to do you can ice that sore knee while you're reading at night or watching jeopardy wrap it as much as you can tolerate it during the day when or when in bed and take it easy and elevate when you're not using it. And if sore muscles are the bane when winter comes because maybe the bad weather keeps you in instead of taking your walk or doing your yoga, then heat, massage, and healing cream, either marigold or eucalyptus, are called for. But I'm going to let Marilyn talk about these since especially massage is her forte. <laughs>
1: First, I'm going to, before I even talk about going into that, I'm going to uh, circle back to the yoga. Mm-hmm. Some people, when when I'm done with a massage session, the healing session or a therapy, I will show people certain stretches, mm-hmm. um, whether they're yoga stretches or just body manipulation stretches, muscle manipulation stretches. I will definitely show them that. Some people don't know yoga Moves you know yes. they do, they don't know the yoga positions, so I want to let everyone know out there. there are several different channels on your t v that you can watch. Gaia is one of them. You can go on to YouTube. Mm-hmm. YouTube is an amazing source for everything. When I started my yoga journey, that's
0: exactly yeah. where I started. And I it mean, was wonderful.
1: Totally. You can go on to YouTube and say, I need a yoga move to stretch my glutes, you know, to stretch my <laughs> IT band, my runner's muscles, whatever. And you're going to come up with a hundred and something videos of different yoga moves for that. I stretched Stomach upset yoga yesterday and got a routine to do. (laughs) See, that's what I'm talking about. YouTube is amazing for those of you that do not know yoga positions, do not have a yoga studio close to you, things like that. For all of you beautiful seniors that feel as though you cannot do those yoga stretches, there's a great channel on PBS in the morning Mm -hmm. that has people, the seniors are in chairs. But they're they're sitting there in their chairs doing yoga stretches. And I cannot for the life of me remember the name of that program. But if you're a senior listening to this podcast right now and you're like, I cannot get on the floor and do that yoga. I'm not going to be able to get back up. Hey, no downward dog here. Right? <laughs> right? Check out, check out the PBS station and see when it comes on. I think it's early in the morning, but it's definitely worth looking at. Netflix also has amazing ones to look at, and On Demand has amazing exercise programs, too. There are so many different ways that you can find workout programs that you can do right in your living room if you cannot leave your house, too. Nope. So let's go ahead and talk about the the other things besides yoga, besides stretching, besides walking, all that stuff that you can do, to help take away those aches and pains of your body. Yes, massage is one of them. If you cannot afford a massage, go to Walmart, go to Bed Bath & Beyond. There's a few different other places to go and get they have different options that you can get. There's those chair pads that I you can one. sit in your chair, <laughs> and it's a massage pad, and it yeah. takes it and it's like knuckles going up and Best down your spine. Birthday gift I yes. forgot <laughs> into your bum, and it heats up, so you can definitely yep. get one of those. They're they're not that expensive at all. There are different hand massagers that they have that you can buy. I do recommend getting ones that do heat up. Yes. Because they help bring that heat to your muscles, which helps get that blood oxygenating and helps relieve that aches and pains in your muscles. Now, if you touch an area that is in pain and you can feel heat radiating from it, meaning you can feel heat from your skin that is different than the other areas of your skin that are not in pain... I recommend you do ice first. Mm -hmm. Then you can do that. You do ice for about 10 minutes. Then you can do that heated massage. Okay? So the ice, what it does is it helps take away that inflammation. That's what's causing the heat. All right? And then you put the massager on it or you sit on your massage pad or you sit on your heating pad for a minute. Anything like that. And that's going to help loosen up that muscle. Then you can do some stretches. Mm -hmm. Then you can move around, which is going to help loosen up those muscles even more and take away that pain even more. Then when you're done with the heat and the stretching, put some more ice on it. Mm -hmm. You start with ice, you end with ice. All right? Another great way that I take away a lot of my pain is not just with the self-massage, but I use CBD oil. And not only do I use CBD oil under my tongue... I make a special lotion with CBD tincture in it and mm-hmm. all kinds of other amazing things. Such as? Kava, Kava Root. Oh, yes. And there's another one. I always forget the name of it. Gosh darn it. It's I just a... had it in my head. Calendula? I, I use that too, but it's not that. It's something else. Anyway, I'll, I'll think about it. But I, I use Kava, Kava Root. I use... I'm not going to give my magic potion lotion away, but it's really amazing. And if you have the ability to go to a pot store and grab some CBD lotion that's already made, mix it with a little bit of, if you can, Bengay, Icy Hot, mm-hmm. something like that. If you cannot use Bengay or Icy Hot because it's too much for your skin, you can just use the CBD lotion. Or you can infuse it with some Tiger Balm, Mm, something like that that's going to help seep in but not have the the burn of Mm -hmm. the Bengay and Icy Hot. Okay, So that's going to open up your pores to let that CBD oil mix in into those muscles and help loosen up and relax the pain from Mm -hmm. those muscles. Another great way, a wonderful way to help alleviate pain is energy work. And there is so many different modalities of energy work out there there's Reiki there's earth energy there's light working there's all of those amazing things the easiest way I can explain to you right now I I infuse a whole bunch of different aspects into my energy work but one of the easiest ways I can explain to you right now is to take both of your hands Put them over the area that hurts you, if you can. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you cannot reach your back, I say you put your hands over your chest. So it goes through. Yes, so it goes. It's going through your body Mm -hmm. into your back. Okay. Like it. So envision the inside of your scaps. You're envisioning your rhomboids right now. Mm -hmm. They're underneath your scaps. Okay, which are your I call them your angel wings. Those Mm -hmm. are those are your angel wings. All right, and so. What you want to do is from your hands, you want to call upon your angels, call upon divine, call upon your guides, call upon your God, call upon your source, whatever it is. And envision just white light going through your body into everywhere. If you just want it to infuse everywhere, just envision Mm -hmm. it going all the way through your body, down through your arms, into your fingertips, into the tips of your toes, everywhere. Just beautiful white light. There's different ways that you can do this through using different light sources and things like that. But some people have an issue with envisioning color, which next week I think we should talk about more chakra work again. Oh, yes. But... um, The easiest way to do it is just envisioning that white light, that white, healing, warm, loving light traveling throughout your entire body, Mm. clearing out all the toxins, all the pain, all the yucky weeds that are growing in there And just getting rid of all of it, dissolving all of it. Mm, I like that, dissolving it. Just dissolving it into into white light itself. So it transitions into white light. Positive energy. Yes, definitely. That's the easiest way I can explain energy work in the amount of time that we have. And you can do it all over your body. It's all over your body. And maybe we'll
0: in the post we can provide some links. People
1: definitely, can get some more information. Oh, for sure, for sure. There's tons of information out there regarding energy work and massage therapy and rice and CBD and all of that stuff. Google is your friend here. Yeah, yes, and and definitely with the yoga and the exercising, YouTube, YouTube.
0: Yes. And if you have any questions about anything that we've talked about, please don't hesitate to leave a comment on our website at countrydwellers.com or on our Facebook page. We are really responsive when people leave us comments and questions, so don't hesitate, please.
1: For sure. And also, if you have some amazing links that you want to share, we would love to know those as well. I'm always looking for a good link. (laughs) And not the Zelda link. (laughs) Okay, what is the pagan quote of the week? Today's Old One's Wisdom comes from
0: Black Elk, who is a well-known or was a well-known medicine and holy man of the Ogallala Sioux, second cousin to Crazy Horse, the famous Sioux chief. Black Elk said, all over the sky, a sacred voice is calling your name. If you just sit back and think about that one for a moment, every time I speak it or read it, it gives me chills. All over the sky, a sacred voice is calling your name. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And now... I got goosey bumps. See? I told you. (laughs) And now we are at the point in our broadcast where it is the spell of the week time.
1: Marilyn? So, this really actually goes very nicely with the Old One's Wisdom. It also goes with the tarot card. It also goes with where the moon's sitting. And before we do this, I want to point out that Runa and I do not sit face-to-face and write out our podcasts. No. We do them separately. Yes. And so, it's just, they always just combine (laughs) We are definitely on the same wavelength. (laughs) And I, you know, one of the things that I'm very thankful for is that I acknowledge and am grateful for that magic of intertwining energies when we write these. And I pray that I will never lose that gratitude (laughs) as we continue to write together. Same, same. So this week I would just like... To quiet the external noise. The static that exists right now is way too loud. It's time for all of us to pause. To stop. To listen. To feel the vibration of love that hums from inside the earth. Let it move up your spine and into your heart. Let it change the beat You dance too. Let the beautiful vibration change the way we speak to each other and see one another. Let us communicate from a place of healing, empathy, respect, knowledge, and unconditional love. Just remember that. And here we go. The earth shakes from her core, reminding us to give of our love more. As she floods, she washes away the hate, teaching us that if we band together as a community, we walk together through the healing gate, feel her power within you, within all of us, providing the strength to change. All it takes is faith and trust, teaching us that if we band together as a community, We walk together through the healing gate. Feel her power within you, within all of us, providing the strength to change. All it takes is faith and trust. She bonds us together with all elements combined. For we are all one if we free our minds. So it is. That was really beautiful, Marilyn. Thank you so much.
0: And to our listeners, don't forget to catch us next weekend at Puget Sound Pagan Pride. Thank you for spending this time with us. Go Go in in peace, peace, love, and and light.
1: The circle is open, but unbroken. Until we meet again, my darlings, merry part and and blessed be.
0: you've been listening to the country dwellers podcast you can find us here each and every saturday you can also find us on facebook twitter and instagram as well as on the web at countrydwellers.com thanks for listening blessed be